You've got to shoose this bit, Margaret. You've got to shoose it. These are also really nice off-piece, and that's because they've got a very good flex to them. You have to be really on it all the time. What really impressed me was the capabilities of it on slope. Slightly wider ski. For me, this one has been really, really good on and off-piece. Light and nimble, pivot it around. You want to try everything, not just staying on piece, not just going off piece. So, listeners, welcome to our bonus episode of this week's The Whiteout Podcast, where we are talking ski test. And, of course, we have our regular expert, our regular co-host and presenter of The Whiteout Show, the fabulous skier, immense personality, Rob Stewart. How are you, Rob? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty good, Don, but it's now the beginning of November and I'm starting to forget about you know i've studied that's that the long period of time where i haven't actually been on skis so uh, whether yeah, you'll I'm be able to do it again whether you'll be any whether good i'll at... be able to do it again yeah, yeah. Uh, is uh, is the thing so this week <laughs> we are here to talk about the ski test so i thought i might ask some of the more popular questions that we've been asked by listeners about the ski test and then we would get into our review today of the best all mountain skis for this winter so what is the UK ski test. Okay. It's it's a week or five days of testing skis. Retailers are invited to attend. Media are invited to attend. And ski hardware brands, plus some, you know, soft good brands, soft goods brands as well, are there to allow retailers and media to test their product. So when you and say test, what do you mean by test? Okay, so we get on skis and we ski on them. And we review those skis. We're talking about not the skis that are being sold in that season. So when mm. we are testing those skis, testing, reviewing those skis, skiing on them, those are the skis that no one else has seen yet. They're the skis that are going to be available for the for the following season. And does does more than one skier ski on one ski? Do you see what I mean? So you, you ski on a particular ski, the Black Crow Serpo. Does somebody else pick that up as well in your team? And they ski that as well so that you can combine your reviews? Yeah, we definitely try and do that as much as possible. Yeah. And and especially if there's a ski that we either particularly like or we've got some question marks over, we'll make sure we get those skis into someone else's hands as well. Last year in Le Clouseau, we had some fantastic skiers. You know, it was it was a pleasure to to be uh, managing a team full of <laughs> British team skiers and uh, <laughs> world free ride tour skiers and, and be, having to try and keep up, <laughs> basically, which <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't always manage to do. Anyway. And how many brands are there? How many brands and how many skis? Last year in at the ski test in La Clusa, there were 18 ski brands. In attendance 18 ski 18 brands, brands and how many yeah. sets of skis across those brands a couple of few hundred isn't it five five, five there four, were over 600 600 individual skis available wow. to test yeah. wow okay cool obviously not all of those are in the all mountain category but um we have chosen our best five skis so let's have a listen to the best all mountain skis for 2023 and see what we came up with I picked up the Black Crow Serpo. It's an all-mountain freeride ski, 93 mil underfoot. I've never skied it before, uh, so I was looking forward to trying it out. It's 800, about 800 pounds without bindings. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty full on actually. It's a full on all mountain ski. It's got a Tetanol plate that runs through like the majority of the ski. You can see the forks on the, on the front here. Um, that stiffens the ski a lot. I mean, it feels like it's a, you know, really like a hard charging kind of all mountain free ride ski. You have to be really on it all the time to make it turn and to do what you want it to do. That's what I really like about it. The, the rocker at the front actually makes turn initiation really, really easy. So it's not a difficult ski to turn, to initiate the turn, but I think to get the most out of the, uh, the Serpo, you need to be an expert and quite aggressive free ride skier, like an, an all mountain skier. Hitting the bumps, you know, it, it was bouncing around a bit because it's, it's quite stiff. So I was being thrown around in the moguls a little bit. It's not a bump ski at the end of the day. I think in powder, yeah, it will work because of the rocker. And if you really like charging it, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be great. Steep slopes, I think it's gonna love the steeps, this thing, because um, it's just so solid. It feels such a solid ski. Uh, so I really like the Serpo, but you need to be, you know, you need to be fully up for it uh, to get the most out of this. Aggressive all mountain free ride ski, around 800 pounds without bindings. I think it's uh, a, black, a Black Crows classic. Yeah, I picked up a Scott Pure Free here. It's 590 pounds without bindings. It's, um, yeah, you know, Scott, all mountain and free ride skiing specialist, Scott Sports. This one, 90 mil underfoot, is designed for advanced skiers, not like, maybe not the super high end of the technical scale, but actually, it's an interesting ski. They've got a metal plate underneath the binding. And what that does is it makes it quite stiff under the foot and really, really grippy on, on, on the piece. I've been skiing some quite hard packed snow this morning on these, and they grip really nicely. But there's no, there's no plate at the front or the back of the ski, and there's a rocker at the front, a little bit of a tail rocker as well. And that makes the ski soft front really easy to turn. So like, if you're a kind of skier that likes to carve a bit, but also go off the piste a little bit into sort of bumpy terrain, yeah, I mean, these, these work really well because they just grip, but they're also so easy to, to turn. Where I think they just didn't quite hit the mark for me is I took them onto steeper terrain that was very sort of deeper cut up snow. And they just felt a little bit laborious in that stuff. So if you, if you want to ski sort of steeper terrain and powder even, I think in powder, it's not really the ski. 90 under foot though, super versatile. And if you're looking for a ski to kind of just play around the mountain with, that's really grippy, but also fun, responsive, just, just good fun to ski, then I'd, I'd go for the Pure Free. Uh, 590, you know, sort of mid-price range, uh, but it look, I love the look of it, it's just smart, and Scott always make those nice looking, looking skis. So yeah, check it out, scottsports.com. It's the 2023-24 winter season Pure Free. I've got a ski here that Rob actually tested yesterday, but he told me it was really good, so I actually had to try it out for myself. It's the K2 Mindbender 96C, so the carbon version of the Mindbender TI. So there's two versions, this is the carbon version. Such a good ski. So light, exactly what Rob was saying yesterday, light and nimble, really when you're in the terrain that's a bit more complicated, it's really easy to move the ski, pivot it around. Just a really, really enjoyable ski off piece. And when, for example, you're going off like a little bit of side hit, really like easy to, to control off a little jump. Just just the perfect ski for that, messing around a bit on the side of the slopes. But also what really impressed me was the capabilities of it 
on slope. I was just skiing down the bottom part of La Clusa here and the GS turns that I was doing felt relatively close to, I'd say almost a master ski. So even though it's light, it's really, really easy to put that ski on edge and let it come across the hill. Just a really, really nice ski. So it comes in at 525 pounds without the bindings. So it's sort of the mid price for a ski like this, but I must say it's just so good. So I'd recommend it. K2 Mindbender 96C, here it is. Uh, we've been testing the Faction Dancers this morning here in La Clusa. Um, yeah, I've got the Faction Dancer 1. Max, what, what are you on? Yeah, I've got the um, Dancer 2, so slightly wider ski, but yeah. For me, this one has been really, really good, sort of on and off piste. We did a bit of just skiing off the side of the slope and really responsive ski given its width and it's a bit wider so I was I was a bit skeptical as to how it was actually going to come together but and also relatively light I don't know mm. what you thought but for a titanium plated ski really really light for what it is so it's the first thing I said when I picked these up when I took them out I said oh they they feel really light considering they've got the plating as well this is the 86 underfoot so it's kind of baby to that one <laughs> if you like um, on, on the piste, it's like really cruisy, yeah. really, really easy to turn, and grippy as well. Yeah. For eight, an 86 underfoot, I mean, it felt so responsive and lively. Yeah. I was, I, I would have said pretty much the same for this. Just, yeah. So yeah, like real good off piste, but then switching onto the piste, really like finding the control and like just really mellow and really feeling, even with the cut that it's got, yeah. really nice GS turns and really feeling it as I was as I was going down so so that's a 182 uh, centimeter ski it's yeah it's just uh, under that yeah. I and mean, that's they've both got rockers on the front mm. little tip a uh, little tail rocker as well I mean I'd say for this this ski here like if you're skiing probably like 70% on piste and you want to just go off the sides and you want to play around in the snow yeah. off the sides of the piece in the bumps um, in, in when it's when there's powder around, you know, it's going to handle that okay. Yeah. At 86 underfoot, yeah, it's a really nice versatile ski for somebody that's possibly almost like an upper intermediate level skier, yeah. advanced skier, getting into that kind of expert level skier as yeah. well yeah, for, yeah, the, for the for the dancer one. Yeah, my thoughts exactly, and it's pretty much the same. I'd say more 50/50 off piece on piece with this yep. one, but yeah, as you said, this is a ski that you can go from intermediate to almost expert. When you're getting into the more expert level, I'd go for a higher, slightly taller ski. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah right. I, I feel like I feel like it's a, just a really good all-round ski. This one comes in at five ninety-nine. Uh, yeah. Without bindings. without bindings, yeah. And this one's about five fifty, I think. Say without bindings, so a little bit lower price for the one. Yeah. And but I, you know, speaking to the faction guys, these two skis are very very popular in the yeah. range. Yeah. Uh, for, for obvious reasons. And we've got some lovely snow to try out these Blizzard Brahma 82s. So this is an intermediate slash advanced ski for all mountain, all types of terrain. One thing that I found really interesting is I tried to carve on the piece with them. They carve hugely well. Why is that? It's because they've got a flat end, which really helps the carve on the skis. But then I decided to go off piece and I was like, hmm, these are also really nice off piece. And that's because they've got a very, good flex to them. 
So on piece they're really nice, don't feel too soft, nice and solid and as soon as you go off piece they're really enjoyable as well. They come in at a price of uh, £590, sorry, um, which is a fair price. All different sizes, I tried out the 180cm and they were 82mm underfoot. Um, yeah, honestly, I think this is a really good ski if you want to try everything, not just staying on piece, not just going off piece. Um, so it's a really good alternative if you want to do a bit of everything. I'm here with the Armada Declivity 92 Ti. So this is an all-mountain ski. So for me personally, I really enjoy a stiffer ski to rip around. And this sort of comes into that, into that group. So titanium plate inside, a uh, little bit soft on the tips and the tail. So a little bit fun, you can have a bit of fun of it on the slopes and even obviously off. Um, today I was mainly on the slope with it and it really enjoys those mid turns at a sort of a moderate speed and you can even like push it a little bit and it will really respond underfoot. So, and even when, when we get into those shorter turns, there is still some response there. So really, a really good all round ski really on the slope really enjoyed it. It comes in at £630 with the bindings, so pretty good price range for what it is. And um, yeah, it's more for your, let's say, advanced all-mountain skier, so you still have to be quite aggressive on the edge if you really want it to respond to, to what you need. So yeah, really good ski. Armada Declivity 92 Ti. Wow, Rob. I mean, that has just got to be the best week that anybody could possibly have. Even just listening to that, it's it's just super exciting, isn't it? Getting your hands on the latest gear that no one else has seen and brands telling you all the tech that has been chucked into these brand new skis. It's just the best week ever, isn't it? Like, like kid in the candy store type stuff. You are absolutely right, Dom. It is the best week ever. You're not only skiing with your friends and Lots of different skiers as well that are there. Maybe 150 to 200 people at the ski test. Uh huh. Wow. Most, all, pretty much everyone in the industry. And it's a, it's a. We know most people know each other as well. Yeah. It's, it's it's such a great atmosphere, and and like you say, you just get to ski on all these different skis. And there is a little bit of faffing around changing skis, but it's a bit like they've got it down to a fine art. It's a bit like yeah. going for a pit stop. Yeah, on a Formula One race, comes <laughs> down wow. into the test center. Back in the day, used to come speeding through the test center, but you know they've stopped us doing that now because it's dangerous, which <laughs> <laughs> uh, very sensible. So um, slowly into the test center, uh, get your skis changed, changed over. The guys are very, very good at that. You know they'll just flip them over for you, and you're you're yeah. on to the next. You're on to the next ski a minute sort of thing, and you and you're back up the mountain again. Um, so it's it's very very easy to change skis. Very, very easy to get back up. What more can I say, Don? It's so out, just good fun. Throughout so those 800, there's over 600 sets of skis, but 180 of those, I think you said, were free ride skis. We got them down to five, which was, as we just heard about, the Scott Pure Free. 
probably your favorites mm-hmm. uh 590 quid uh the k2 mind bender 96c they're about 500 quid as well uh sorry the scott pure free were at nearly 600 pounds and then the faction dancer one and two um which were around 550 quid the blizzard brahma at 590 and the armada declivity at 650 do you have one that you'd want to pick out of that group or do you like just the fact of Ooh, having I love, you know what i love the armada declivities and i tend to if i'm if i'm if I see them in a ski hire shop or something, I'm like, I, I do grab those. Saying that, you know, I don't, the factions that I, I never <laughs> have very rarely have a bad experience on a, on a faction ski. Uh, I, I've, I've always loved, it's very hard. You know, Scott skis are brilliant as well. What else was on that list? Got pure free, the K2 mind bender. K2, uh, you know, the mind bender is a great ski. It's a Such very, a very ski. accessible, very yeah. accessible, very good all round ski for yeah. a lot of, of a lot of skiers. Uh, and that was the carbon. That was the carbon version that he skied on. Nice, light, nimble ski. I've skied on that, and it's a it's a yeah. really nice little ski. Actually, super nice. The thing is, there's not a lot of really bad skis around. Yeah. And 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 it is a bit of a personal preference thing. You know, some skis steer differently to others. Some understeer a little bit. Some are much easier to steer, but you know, you've got to kind of control them a little bit more. So it is a personal preference. So when it comes to price points, I think it's really important that, you know, people understand that actually a ski that costs £800 might not be better for you than a ski that costs five or £600. Um, but, you, you know, that's that's why it's important to hopefully listen to reviews and read reviews mm. of skis and try and understand what, what it is that you're looking for in a ski. Well, that's been absolutely great, Rob. Hope the listeners have enjoyed listening. Any questions, don't forget to shout those in at hello at in the snow.com. Um, and obviously if they head over to the in the snow mag YouTube channel, all of these reviews, including individual reviews of each of the skis are on that channel, probably our most popular uh, channels. And next time we're going to do, uh, the best piece skis, which is always a good one because there's plenty of people out there riding the rollers and uh, sticking to the groomers, as they call them in the States. And so we've done a really nice little compilation of best piece skis on there as well, which we'll release uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Other than that, Rob, I've seen some snow falling. So, uh, listeners, don't forget next week uh, we will have our regular episode of our podcast. And please, if you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave us a review. It is very important to leave a review. It's the best way that other skiers can find our podcast. It's not like any other algorithm you've known about. So head over, leave us a review, leave us a star rating, and it really helps us. And until next time, Rob, we will see you in a week's time. See you in a week, Dom. Have a good one. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. No, no. Walkie. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's called a walkie-talkie, mate.